2018 has been an incredible year for investors. Stocks globally rose in tandem into January, and then individual countries began one by one sinking into bear markets as the year went on. More than half of the more than 3,100 stocks in the FTSE All World Index are now down more than 20% from their peaks. Cryptocurrencies, which soared in 2017, crashed in 2018. The price of oil went on a wild ride, and in a unique development, 90% of all asset classes sunk in 2018. To give us his thoughts on the highs and lows of 2018, I'm joined now by Derek Mock, Vice President of the Hong Kong Society of Financial Analysts. Good morning, Derek. Good morning. How would you summarise what type of year 2018 has been for investors? Well, I think everybody knows it is very tough. No matter you invest on your own or not, because you have your pension fund, you have the, your MPF, you'll be losing money in the year of 2018. So it, it is a very tough year. Well, actually, for to summarize, 2018, I'll first of all looking at into 2017. 2017 is a very good year. What mm-hmm. we call is a Goldilocks economy. That is, the growth is strong with very low inflation. Everything is fine. And when we're looking back, the Federal Reserve just starting to reduce their balance sheet. That is, the we call it quantitative tightening at the end of 2017. So there's no impact. It is a very good year and everything go uh, go up, no matter stocks or everything. You No matter what, you just put in your money into market, you earn money in, in 2017. But it is the vice versa. In, 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 in this year. Nearly that everything's is, down. Everything's down. No matter you invest in stocks, uh, equity, uh, uh, in stocks, in fixed income, mm-hmm. or even in gold, mm-hmm. you're losing money. Well, I think uh, for 2018, I, what I will be summarizing is that it is a, a global macro-driven market. That is, we are affecting for the uh, uh, macro development. Uh, first of all, we see the Federal Reserve in the U.S., they're t- tightening their balance sheet. We call it quantitative tightening. It, it means that reducing the, the, the money in, in the, in a, or the money flow in the market. And they also in, keep increasing the, the uh, interest rate. It will be driven, uh, the currency market. Uh, so we see that there is a very strong U.S. dollar in, the, in 2018. And this all affects the, the, all the asset class the performance as well. And the only one that can be performed is U.S. dollar in, in this year. And for the uh, on for, for the equity side, we see a very bad market. The only relatively strong market is the U.S. For the rest of the world, we are going down in, for the stock market. It is because of the of the economy of of, of the global market is going down. That, that is a global growth is decelerating in in 2018. So we will have a a less uh, uh, less strength for the for the uh, risky asset. And for the fixed income, as I've been mentioned, that the um, um, the U.S. Federal Reserve keep increasing interest rate, it hurts the fixed income market as well. So there's nowhere to hide with, it, with with this kind of the development. And you mentioned nearly everything is going down. It yeah. is actually very unusual for that to happen, isn't it? Because normally when stocks are in a bear market, it's a good time to invest in bonds. They don't tend to be that highly correlated. But this year, you invest in stocks, you've lost money. You invest in bonds, you lose money as well. Why is it that everything is going down? Yeah, in our, you know, in our textbook, it is the case that when we when the stock market is doing it's not doing well, then the bond market should be doing good. Mm. It is a an uncorrelated market in the textbook. It is the case, but when we we call it in the in the previous years, we have the quantitative easing. 
this is not a traditional way to boost up the economy after the mm. after the uh, after the financial crisis. So in terms of this kind of the reversal, you can't use the textbook to 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 predict the market. And quantitative tightening is a very new thing, and it is not in the textbook. So it's it, it it you can't you can't use the traditional way to think the market, especially in in terms of the liquidity in the market. It has been reducing. And this higher volatility that we've been seeing, right. which seems That's to be right. increasing as the year goes yeah. on, yeah. is that something we should expect more of next year? Yeah, I, I think for the, in terms of the market volatility, it will be uh, remain high. In the past 10 years, we get used to a very low interest rate environment. With the Federal Reserve in the US keep increasing rates, we'll, we'll see a high volatility in, in, in the market because of the high interest rate. For the next year, I think that uh, uh, from, uh, from my perspective, I think things could be a bit different. Uh, when compared with this year, uh, economy in the, in the global market, it will, it, will, it will be remain weak. We have the trade war between the U.S. and, and the China. So it will, be, it will keep uncertainty for the economic growth, uh, for the two largest nations. Uh, but for some of the, uh, domestic driven markets, say in Asia, some of the Southeast Asian countries, uh, I, I believe that the econ- economic, economic growth could remain resilient, say five to six percent economic growth uh, for this kind of the country. So we will see that a, a market still choppy, but some of the countries we can think about to invest, such as the, uh, such as the Asian more more dom- uh, domestic driven market, uh, because right now after the correction of this year, some of the market we see that in terms of the of the valuation, it is quite uh, it is quite attractive. It's not the case as uh, at the beginning of this year that most of the market in terms of the valuation it is not attractive at all or even expensive. So we believe that after the, um, the adjustment or, or the correction for this year, we'll have a better opportunity to invest in some of this uh, domestic driven and less impact by the, uh, by the global macro market. And where does the Hong Kong markets fit in? Wow, Hong Kong market is, uh, to a certain extent, it will still be affected by the China. We are, we have a, a, a close neighbor and, and driven by them. It, to a certain extent, we will be hurt by the, uh, by the, uh, US and the China trade war. Uh, it will, it will remain uncertain. But having said that, for some of the markets, even Asia, I think it could be, have some opportunity for us to looking at. It is not, uh, we don't, uh, for from, from my, from, uh, from myself, I don't believe that there will be a near-term uh, crisis uh, unless uh, the global macro has been has been decelerated a lot, such as the US and China, they fight to each other, and then with all the other nations coming in, and we and, and what is happening in the global global economy has been changed a lot. If it is not the case, we still believe that we can have a chance to perform. Now, what type of funds then should you consider? Because this year, if you've invested in mutual funds or your MPF funds, they haven't done that well. Hedge funds haven't done that well either, which normally are supposed to hold up in this type of market. What should you look at? Well, I I think in terms of the asset class uh, for the for the. at the beginning of the, of the of the year, I still I still believe that it is not the best timing to invest in the uh, in the uh, fixed income uh, because uh, of the U.S. They will still keep to increase the interest rate for two to three times. But I think that uh, at the second quarter of the next year, we can consider to add a, a bit into the fixed income because I think the uh, the, the U.S. Uh, Federal Reserve will slow down the the uh, the pace for the to increase the interest rate. And if the economy become weaker because of of all the all the trade war or, or and all the other things, maybe they will stop 
at, at the next year. So it would be a good timing to invest in some of the fixed uh, fixed income market. Derek, thank you very much, and have a You're very welcome. happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. That was Derek Mock from the Hong Kong Society of Financial Analysts. Thank you for joining us this morning. Next week we have a special New Year edition of Money Talk Extra. We're going to make some financial New Year resolutions and make some investment predictions for 2019. Before that, Jimmy Lam, myself, and the Money Talk Extra team would like to wish you and your family a very happy, safe, and peaceful Christmas. From me, Peter Lewis. Bye bye.